Father, we, uh, we thank you that we get to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you that you had sent your son. He has lived this life that, that we live, tempted in all ways, the scripture tells us. Suffering the way we suffer. He went to the grave. No one forced him. And by the power of God, he was risen. He conquered death. He conquered sin. He has brought us back into the right relationship with our Father. And we thank you for that. And we celebrate that this morning. And so, Father, I pray that your hand would be upon the rest of our service as it was at the, as it was at the beginning of our service. And that those being baptized this morning would have a sense of grace and peace. And their story would resonate with us, your church. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we celebrate Easter Sunday. This is the day, historically, that Jesus rose from the tomb. What the world looked like, what the world thought was a defeated rebel, God on the cross was victorious. And the ultimate act of victory was Christ rising from the dead. The tomb is empty. And because of that, we have eternal life. Because of that, when we put our faith in Christ, in the resurrection, we, though we will die, we will live forever, forever with God. And not only that, but our sin is forgiven. Once and for all. Front to back, top to bottom. As the east is separated from the west, so is our sin by faith in Jesus Christ. Now, the resurrection story of Jesus isn't the first one in the Bible. In fact, there's a, another story about Jesus raising his friend from the dead. And, and I thought instead of reading it, we would watch a, a short little video depicting it. Now, I really like this video because Jesus, they, they make him look to be a hipster. So that's why I kind of picked this one. A man by the name of Lazarus was sick in the village of Bethany. He had two sisters, Mary and Martha. This was the same Mary who later poured perfume on the Lord's head and wiped his feet with her hair. The sisters sent a message to the Lord and told him that his good friend Lazarus was sick. When Jesus heard this, he said, His sickness won't end in death. It will bring glory to God and his son. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and brother, but he stayed where he was for two more days. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. I'm glad that I wasn't there, because now you will have a chance to put your faith in me. Let's go to him. When Martha heard that Jesus had arrived, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Yet even now I know that God will do anything you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will live again. Martha answered, I know that he will be raised to life on the last day when all the dead are raised. Jesus then said, I am the one who raises the dead to life. 
everyone who has faith in me will live even if they die. And everyone who lives because of faith in me will never really die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are Christ, the Son of God. You are the one we hoped would come into the world. After Martha said this, she went and privately said to her sister Mary, The teacher is here, and he wants to see you. She knelt at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw that Mary and the people with her were crying, he was terribly upset and asked, Where have you put his body? They replied, Lord, come and you will see. Jesus started crying and the people said, See how much he loved Lazarus. Some of them said, He gives sight to the blind. Why couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Then he told the people to roll the stone away. But Martha said, Lord, you know that Lazarus has been dead four days. It will be a bad smell. Jesus replied, Didn't I tell you that if you had faith, you would see the glory of God? Father, I thank you for answering my prayer. I know that you always answer my prayers, but I said this so that the people here would believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come out. Untie him and let him go. So that's the story of Lazarus, and that's pretty close to exactly the way the the scripture tells the story. There's a lot going on in that story, and there's a lot that Jesus says in that story when Mary or when Martha is just doubting and she's she's sad at the loss of her brother. Jesus tells her, "I am the resurrection." And I am the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And that's that's the Easter story. That faith in Christ, though we might experience a physical death, we will live forever with God in eternity. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Meaning that this body might be on the way out. But it's our soul, our spirit that will be with him forever. Now, forever is a, is a really long time. And in fact, we don't, can't even begin to wrap our minds around forever. But it's forever. This is the promise of Jesus. And this is the Easter, the Easter story. There's something else that's going on in this, this story and, and, it's, and it's a part of it that I think we generally overlook because it just feels like this little detail at the end. And, and this, is, this is what it says. This is the very end of the story. It said, Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. So, so picture Lazarus, is, he's, he's walked out of the tomb and he's wrapped in these things called, this thing called grave clothes. Now, this is the way they would bury someone in the ancient Near East. So there, were, there was no embalming. There wasn't, there wasn't any coffin. And they would take the body and they would wash the body and they would uh, per- per- perfume and oil on the body. And then they would wrap this body. And this would be how the person was buried. They would be laid in the tomb and with, with their ancestors and they would, be, they would stay there. But I find it a little interesting that, so Lazarus comes out, and 
Jesus tells them kind of what I consider just to be a no-brainer. Like, take the grave clothes off him and let him go. Let him be free. Which to me is just kind of like, duh, and they're not going to leave him wrapped up. But as I look into that story and as I kind of figure out or try to figure out maybe what is going on, I have the sense that Jesus has come in and he has raised Lazarus from the dead. He's given him new life. And Lazarus leaves the grave, this uh, symbol of death, but he's still carrying another symbol of being dead. And there's these grave clothes. And Jesus says, take them off. The living, the living aren't wrapped in grave clothes, in burial cloth. The living are free from all of the, the, the things that we associate with a physical death. And Jesus sets him free from those things, from, from, from that particular situation. Set him free. Take the clothes off him. In the Bible, there is another death that we can suffer. And it's not just physical death. In the scripture, it talks about a, a spiritual death. And it's, and it's, it's the death of, of life as we live it today. And, it's, and it's a, it's an emotion, it could be an emotional thing and a, and a mental thing. And very much a spiritual thing. This death that we can suffer. And what the scripture tells us is the cause of that death is our sin. This is, this is what the Bible says. For the wages of sin is death. And so without faith in Jesus Christ... We will suffer the wages of sin. That means we will be paid for our sin. And that death is a separation from God for eternity. The wages of sin is death. Jesus has come not only to conquer the physical death, but the spiritual death that those without faith move through in this life. Let me, let, me, let me show you. Lazarus, come out. See, sin wraps us in these grave clothes. And it keeps us dead. And we all have it. We all experience sin because we all commit sin. The first is that we make something other than God the most important thing in our life. That's fundamentally what sin is. And then all of the other things, pornography, lying, stealing, greed, immorality, lust, hatred, those are all a consequence of making something other than God the most important thing. But by faith in Christ, Jesus comes and he begins to unwrap us from the wages of our sin. And so greed turns into generosity, and people are freed from pornography and lust. And hatred is turned to love as Jesus unwraps and, and he's, he frees us from these grave clothes. And, and, the, and the, the really good thing about it 
is that we are forgiven from all of these things. And so whatever sin we have wrestled with, whatever sin has been plaguing us, whatever oppression that we have lived in and gone through, faith in Christ removes the wages of sin. And no more do we experience that death. And we have been set free once and for all. This is what the scripture tells us. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's no more sin. Thanks, Laz. There's no more sin by faith in Christ. The slate is washed clean. The grave clothes of sin have been removed and we have been set free. That's the grace of God. That's the Easter story. Death to life. The old creation, gone. The new has come because of the power of Jesus Christ and the resurrection. And so what you're going to hear this morning are stories of the resurrection. Easter stories of people who lived without Christ at some point and now have recognized the power of God in their life and have decided to be obedient to what the Lord calls us to, to be baptized. And baptism is not just this symbolic, um, symbolic event in a believer's life that, that is the outward expression of an inward reality that they have believed, they are following Jesus, and now they want to tell everyone, I am a disciple of Christ. But there is something else that takes place. And you'll find that in 1 Corinthians 10. To be baptized in water, to be baptized in the sea. It's the separation of oppression. It's the separation of, of sin from the, the believer's life. And it's a, a spiritual principle that you're going to witness and take place. And their stories will be shared with our church. And so I want to invite somebody to go tell the children's church kids to, to come on in and, and they want to rec- um, be part of our, our baptism. Because we are baptizing some kids today. <laughs>